everybody welcome to our anime show we have a super exciting episode i'm a binge monster and i'm a green queen and Allie was so excited for our <laughs> guest today that she decided to take a real dramatic embracing second to wait really <laughs> oh yeah i mean i and- don't know if you realize this but you waited like six seconds to be like and i'm a green queen <laughs> Am I am I delayed? Am no. I delayed? Oh, I'm not. No. No. Uh, I don't know what. What did I really? Yeah. I'm a. I'm a. I'm this is supposed to be your anime. intro. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, we're very excited today. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a um, our, our media launch for the podcast and. We invited all of our family, friends, and followers to join an Instagram Live where we had some some fun moments. We talked about anime. We talked about why we created the podcast. And at the very end, we raffled off a couple of giveaways. And one of those giveaways went to our fantastic guest, Maggie. Hello! Hello welcome to the show. <laughs> um, she won a, a whole month of Crunchyroll. Right, a whole beautiful, beautiful month. <laughs> I cannot wait. Month. Well, I we're super help. excited to talk about the month. Uh, we can't wait to hear what you did with it. You know, we're really excited <laughs> to continue to do giveaways as much as possible, uh, and we're excited to be talking to the very first person that ever we gave something away to. So it was amazing. Like I was, I it was. I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to you guys, and it was so much fun. Like I, like I don't win. Like I've never won anything like that. Like that was the coolest. It was awesome. Oh my god! I was so dope. So yeah, I mean, Ali, um, how should we start? How should we begin here? Well, my thing is because I know Maggie, and, and I, I know, know that <laughs> we all now that you guys now that we all know each other. For the first time today and never before. I know that, Maggie, this is not, like, the first time you've had access to anime. This isn't the first anime you've watched. So, like, one of the questions that I always like to ask to our guests is, can you talk about, like, your journey in anime? Like, did you watch as a kid? Which ones did you watch? And, like, you know, if like if you watched anime how was that through the time or if you stopped why did you why do you think you stopped like i just like kind of like to hear like your free form whatever you have to say about it <laughs> absolutely yeah. my my origin story my my beginning of the hero's journey Fully. understood um <laughs> i i uh started watching sailor moon before i could really form memories but that definitely had some sort of impact on me Um, because that was like you know like probably around like seven o'clock in the morning on like saturdays or something on cartoon network um and then i don't really i must have been in elementary school i somehow stumbled across naruto and i don't remember what that day was but i know it changed me forever (laughs) um it was (laughs) it was like so exciting it was so exciting and i i didn't know like stories could be told like that. I had never seen like like since Sailor Moon, I hadn't seen animation like that. And I also fell in love with Sasuke, and that you know <laughs> that was my whole queer queer becoming of myself. Um, and I unfortunately 
um, went to school with a lot of people that were so mean and ruthless. And so anime got bullied out of me for a while. Um, and it was kind of just like this weird little secret that I had that like, like I had my Naruto headband just in my closet and I would maybe watch it like, you know, if it came on, but it was also, it was also, it was so involved. And like, if you missed a couple episodes, you were like, <laughs> what, what yeah. the fuck? So it was also hard to keep up with for that reason. Um, I don't know. Do we, do we qualify, um, uh, Last Airbender as, as anime? We anime do adjacent? here. We do awesome. here. I love it. It's very inclusive. I felt com- comfortable watching that one because I kind of like, like I was there when it started. Like I grew up with that one. Um, and then fast forward all the way to the pandemic when I had a show where we talked about my Harry Potter fan fiction with my friend Darius. And that rekindled a little bit of like, oh, right. Naruto was fucking awesome. Oh, my God. I learned how to be a better friend and a more determined person with more like more uh, morals than like any other TV show had ever given me. Let's fucking go. And so I started rewatching. What'd you <laughs> Sorry, say? I said, let's fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. like, that was it. You it said so, one thing it, about friendship. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, so I started watching it again a little bit, but it was so, so, and we all, and like, this is no, no shade to Naruto. Obviously I fucking love it. It's just so goddamn slow. Um, so it was really tough to <laughs> just mosey on through while I'm um, while during the pandemic, and then winning a free month of Crunchyroll um, just sort of like opened back up the can of worms of like, oh right, these people, like these people, these characters were my like comfort for like my soul comfort and and my like. God, they just like represented so much about like desire and like goals and and friendship and also like oh, parental parental shit. Like all of the parent relationships within these animes are so intense and dysfunctional, and like yes. how I can relate to that, like insane. Um, I mean, I just like I'm in the middle of fruits basket right now, and it's like all it's just all trauma. It's just all parents are doing a bad job. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, well, we can talk about that too. So yeah, so it was a crazy, it was a crazy month, and I'm I'm very grateful. And I also definitely watched more hours of anime in the last month than I think I have in ten years. Wow. <laughs> I really yeah. like given even like some of the things that I was seeing you post online. I'm like, she's really like grinding. And then you would, like, kind of update us. You'd be like, oh, my God, I watched this morning. You send me videos. And I'm like, she's yeah. really grinding. She's oh. really fucking grinding right now. There's actually, sorry, there's just one more piece of my of my anime coming of age that I just yeah. want to mention. Um, right before I won Crunchyroll, um, like, <laughs> the reason I think why you made sure I came to your launch was because on TikTok, I discovered Uran. Oran oh, High School Host Club. Oh, yes, yes. Via, like, um, you know those, like, oh, God, what do you, what is it? There must be, like, a word for them. Like, the compilation set to, like, cool music, and it's all about them being sexy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You guys know what I mean? Do you guys not watch I, I I know. I feel like I know what you're talking. It's like a YouTube edit. Yeah, like yeah, a YouTube yeah, edit, yeah, and yeah. they're also on TikTok, and it'll be, like, oh. it'll be, like, Doja's Kiss Me More, yes. but it'll be, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. anime boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I found 
the, these boys. And I was like, this is the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then was like, what's a host club? And then what's an Oron host club? And so I went down that rabbit hole. It turned out it's on Hulu. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I watched the entire series in one day because I couldn't believe that. Like, it was, it was like, it was like realizing that anime had, and of course, like, I feel like it was already queer and progressive in ways that I didn't know about when I was younger, when I was originally watching it. But it has also grown up without me for so long. And to like, come back to it and be like, oh my god, these are, this is so queer. This is all so gay. And they're, it's all so accepting and exciting. And of course, like, you know, like, nobody's allowed to be fat, sure, understood. But <laughs> here we have all of these gay characters being so represented and having so many hilarious like hilarious stories that i just didn't i just didn't anticipate so anyway so that's that is that is the end of how i got back into anime and crunchyroll you're so right because i yeah you were you were posting about it and i was like you should come like i knew we were giving it a it's i i swear it was not fucking rigged but i was just like how cool would it be if Maggie could now have that, or like what something, Come back to everything. something, yeah. And then when you won, I was like, "You gotta be kidding me! That's crazy." <laughs> and I have been like, it's kind of taken over my Instagram stories. I do kind of like live tweet my my experience. I love it so much. I love it so much. So, like, what are some of the other shows that you've been watching? Okay, so uh, <laughs> oh, 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 I'm so happy to be here, you guys. It's been a crazy freaking month. Okay, so we got Oran High School Host Club. I've now seen twice. Um, I just finished it for the second time with Robert, with my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think the next one that you I, – I started watching Yuri on Ice <laughs> and Given at the same time um, for your guys' recommendations and really spot on. <laughs> recommendations because i just i just didn't know that things could just like be that gay all the time like i thought oran was an exception i didn't know that it was just like no no look at all these gay boys look at all these look at all these nice gay boys they're so cute and they want to kiss each other so bad and also like so subtle and slow and they just like like the build-up is so exciting and excruciating and wonderful and so yuri on ice given um, which then, of course, led to the given movie, which crazy. Um, and then to I, I discovered on my own totally randomly, uh, like YouTube led me down a little hole, and I found Sasaki and Miyano. Have you guys mm. seen this one? No. Mm. Oh my! Tell God. me, I mean, oh, you guys, it's just the most mundane, simplest, most beautiful love story. That I've like ever seen painted on like a mainstream like it's it feels like a fan fiction, mm. but it's just these these boys just just falling in love. And that's not a spoiler. Like it's pretty obvious that that's what, <laughs> what's going to happen. But just these boys falling in love, and it's just so what. And they and all of their friends are super cool. It's at an all boys school. Everybody's cute. Um, yeah, it, that. So I'm now I've watched all of that, and now and I've actually no I've watched those twice. I want <laughs> it's very comforting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little intense. I'm a little about. I'm a little intense about what I like. Um, and now I'm in the middle of Fruits Basket, so mm-hmm. I have about the new like one, right, like the because um, there's a, is the, there an old one? So it's 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 not like um, uh, so yeah. So Fruits Basket is interesting. Uh-oh. So th- they have they re rebooted it. Uh, it it came out in the early 2000s, and it was older yeah. animation style. And then there's a newer Fruits Baskets, which has like more up-to-date anime and the other thing i'm sorry animation 
And the other thing that makes the reboot unique is that it is closer in terms of how it ends to its source material, whereas the first time around, the director kind of took a swing at their own ending, so it's a little different. I think I am watching the newer one, and I didn't realize, because I would see, like, like, I also, like... I do a lot of wiki stuff while I'm watching a show because I'm so anxious. Mm. Um, and it would mention certain things, and I'd be like, that's not really in this one. But yeah. I, I guess that means – is can you watch both? Like, where is the old one? The old one? I don't know. Uh, I'll find out. Uh, you, they may oh, have – I don't think they'll have both versions on Crunchyroll. They probably – because I think that they have the license in Crunchyroll to the new, to the new one, which I personally yeah. I think is better. Uh, it is amazing. It has really been – so freaking good yeah in fact it's ranked like uh, it's final season i think it's the final season is ranked in the top like 40 anime all time like it's it's that's awesome it's ah. really good but the other thing that makes fruits baskets really mm-hmm. interesting that i just have to i, I have to highlight because we actually haven't really talked about this on our podcast at all and we really need to <clears throat> is that there is a lot of anime that is directly adapted to a manga and the manga is the source material and the right. people who write them are mangakas. Those are the people who create these worlds. But what makes the show you just brought up, Sasuke and Miyano, different, and I, I don't know if this is the case for Fruits Baskets, but it is the case for Sasuke and Miyano, uh, is that the source material, while it is still the manga, the manga source material is a light novel. And light novels mm-hmm. are super popular in Japan. And the what light what novel, is a light novel? Yeah, and the light novels often have considerable more depth to the story than even the manga adapts. So, and then the, and therefore, and then what the anime adapts, because it usually right, goes right. anime to manga. Not always, but usually. So if you were to go read Sasuke and Mino, the light novel, as opposed to the manga, you might actually see even more context uh, so you have two cool reading mechanisms. So you could read the manga with visuals, or you could go read the light novel. Uh, and oftentimes, the light novels can be cheaper too because they stack oh the whole story in a book versus like multiple volumes of a manga. So if you right. really like stories, you should see how they're adapted because you have multiple ways to. Wow, is a light like why <laughs> is it called a light novel? Just because it's short, or or what is that? What is that term from? Yeah, <clears throat> that's actually a really good question. I think. First of all, I don't know the answer to it. Oh. My 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 experience has been though that light novels are often much shorter than large. Like you know, if you're not going to find a Harry Potter book in a light novel. Cool. They're still they're still broken mm. into multiple novel numbers. So they'll you'll see like oh it's light novel number seven, and so like it is still kind of serialized and comes out in chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're shorter, and, and usually there's more volumes of them than, like, a traditional series, like a book series might have. And they also come out faster because of it. So, like, instead of waiting for a whole, I don't know, 30, 40 chapters of a book, you might wait for five, mm. and then it's released. Are they, are they written by the same people, <clears throat> or was the manga written by somebody different than the light novel? It, it depends. Mm. Uh, it is, it, again, just from my experience, it's, it's usually that the, the mangakas take... Um, heavy complete or partial influence from light novels so it there's a spectrum uh Mm -hmm. and um usually they're different they're different people because the other the other element here is that there are some mangakas who just write the story and then Mm -hmm. they have a separate illustrator and then there are some Mm -hmm. who do both 
Um, and cool. then eventually, after they develop the art style and like how they want to draw each character, they'll they'll have another person come in and support as a staff under them, so that they can draw you know all the background characters and like so that they're just oh, focusing cool. on main plot. So that's wow. That's been my experience, but I I think like I said, I think it depends. Sometimes you'll have a light a person who creates a full light novel. It gets super popular. Someone like Shonen Jump or or another publisher. Uh, comes to them and says, hey, we'd love to turn this into a manga. Let's test it. They try it. And then, you know, the next level up is, hey, you know, we'd like to make an, an anime. Uh, but but again, sometimes they skip the manga completely and you just go straight off the light novel to an anime. Um, cool. So I don't even know if there is a manga for uh, Sasuke and Miyano, but I... There is. Yeah. There is. It's on my list. It, and it looks really freaking good. Oh, it, yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> I just looked it up, too. There's a two-volume novel adaptation so it's only oh, two cool. volumes uh, it's only two volumes what am i gonna do <laughs> but, <laughs> but if you but maggie another thing and this is this is something that we've talked about on our, on our podcast what mm. is often what you're often going to see with these you know not necessarily mainstream you know all the ad dollars are going mm. to this kind of of a production anime is uh, that was by design. The, 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 it was designed to have a, a short run to get you to even know about the story so that you go and read it, and, and they'll never make another season. So you, you have to read it to finish the story. Because um, that's, so, that's how I feel about Oran, too. Like, it was never meant to be anything more than a season. Mm-hmm. And I've, like even so many of these were, are just so short. Like, I also started up watching um, Princess Jellyfish, Okay. Which I don't know if you guys have, have seen either, but it's wonderful and it's only a freaking season. Mm-hmm. And I it's it's just it's just fascinating, but they also feel they feel so perfect. And there's so every episode and every frame is just like so much better written because they knew where they were going the entire time. Um so it's like it's, it's such a different, episode, different right? model. It, which one? That one. Princess Jellyfish. Princess I think Jellyfish. yeah, I think it's like 16 maybe 16. not even yeah, yeah I, I feel the same like way that. about erased have you ever heard of this one no it's 12 episodes and that's the whole story um so easily could have been a movie i don't know why it wasn't i'm glad mm. it wasn't it's so good mm. i feel the same way about erased okay. yeah it's i will write that one down that's ugh. oh it, that's a <laughs> ugh. that's a good one that's a really good one. okay <laughs> I highly recommend Sasaki and me, you know, though, you guys, it's just like, just to have on while you do the dishes. <laughs> it's just so magical. <laughs> it's good to have ones like that. Like, I, I, I almost, you know, I mean, Given's pretty heavy, but like mm-hmm. a lot of the ones yeah. you're talking about are are so fun and peaceful. I mean, I don't know Yuri on Ice. I've never watched Yuri on Ice. I'm sure there are, like, intense moments, right? But it's, like, different that, like... Like, I like like hearing how, like, kind of what ones you like to watch. Like, you haven't gone and and watched any, like, shonen like Naruto. Yeah, out of, like, left field, yeah. Yeah, you know? I I discovered this genre of of, of small, slow love stories, and I don't think I'll ever leave... (laughs) It's just nice. I think it's what I want. It's, it's so nice. You know, like, and I, I want to hear your comments on this too because, like, I, I just finished this one called, like, Dance, Dance, Dancer. And mm. it remind it was one of the more softer ones that I've watched in a really long time. I'm just, like, trying to get through all these, like, 
you know, big three shonen, if you will. And so, mm-hmm. you know, watch, it was about dance. It was about like this mm-hmm. boy and, and dance and all the other characters. And it's just like, even the moments where like they're blushing or it's intense, like the way that they animate how he feels when he's dancing yeah. Right? Like, it was so magical. So it's like they take these moments that are so mundane of, like, watching Mm -hmm. someone, like, brush their hair back. And they make Mm -hmm. it feel how it feels to watch that. What do you think? Like, it makes it feel like how you feel when you watch the love of your freaking life do anything adorable. Sasuke and Mino has, like... They they have like I mean and I think a lot of a lot of anime do this as well but like they have like the background changes and like there are these like um, abstraction shapes that mm-hmm. kind of like and sparkles and like the background changes and like they float out of the people while they're having these experiences and like the type of like the pace just becomes what it feels like when when you actually in real life blush and your stomach has like a little, Mm. like your stomach falls when you see someone that you love, it all feels like it's taking 10 years and they just like dramatize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that, that, um, these kind of anime are better in a, the purest way at edging that I've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, you're not about to see two of these characters have sex. It's not going to happen. No. Yeah. It's not the vibe. That's not what it's about. No. It's about how they get there. Exactly. I was just going to say that, but mm-hmm. the buildup is just as, yeah. like, tension present, right? Yeah. Like, it's... Which... Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Which, which, I would, which I would say is, like, an interesting thing between male, quote-unquote, male written stories and female, quote-unquote, written stories. Mm. And how, like, the difference between, like, uh, build-up, climax end versus this like this edging this circling that happens with like movies like ladybird for example which like not even a freaking favorite of mine but it's just like a good example of how it's not about the destination well no it is about the destination but it's about like the, the telling of the story can just be more circular and can be more about fleshing out the world and making it bigger around them than this singular action being accomplished you know what i mean mm-hmm it feels somewhat like we're all actors here. We all went, went to acting school together. <laughs> it feels somewhat like theatrical. This, these are just things I'm, yeah. I'm connecting even in my head now because I'm like, what I, you know, if I want to portray, you know, that moment of blushing or that moment of ca- catching the eyes of the person you love or cross, you know, I feel like that I know how to tell that story, like on mm. stage. Like that's the only other place besides animation where I'm like, yeah. oh, I could really like dramatize and like change the lights. And then there's like, of course, like choreo and stuff that doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't work in like movies, movies like or you know like yeah. I don't know. It's like liter like it's like making the internal literal or like making the internal physical. And you can, like, and, like, with theater, you can, like, do that with lights. You can do that. And also with sound, like, some of these frickin' scores. Oh, my God. And these oh, animes. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. in the heck? Who, who, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I just, I just don't even understand, like, where, where are they coming from? Are they, is it all Danny Elfman? Like, who are you that is making the most incredible and, like, detailed scores for these, for these beautiful boys? It's, uh it's amazing. I feel very strongly about a particular way. I talk about him on the podcast all the time. His name is Kevin Pinkin. Mm-hmm. And 
Mm. I don't suggest necessarily for you, Maggie, to watch Made in Abyss because it is mm. truly one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen and I can't get enough oh, of it. Oh, no! But the music, <laughs> just if you look at, for the Made in Abyss soundtrack, if you just mm-hmm. are in a Just day, listen. If you just oh, listen right. to I'm it. I'm going to write it down. It's fucking Hans Zimmer in anime. I swear to God. And I'm not being disrespectful <laughs> to Hans Zimmer. No, oh, my God. No. It's incredible. <laughs> it's the one of the only... Uh, like uh, OST's original soundtracks that I'll actually listen to from an anime with no context to my day. Wow. Like, in fact, awesome. in fact, when I went to Japan for the first time, which was mm-hmm. my dream, my dream to go to Japan, I did it. Um, fuck, when did I do it? I did it after graduation um, a couple of years ago. And t- I don't know, 19? I don't know, something. Uh, Maybe 18. I don't know. Um, but I do know that one of his songs was the song that I chose to listen to as the plane landed. Like, I timed it. That's so cool. I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> psycho. I was like, I want to control this experience. Because the yeah. thing I was worried about was was when I land, some baby's going to be screaming in the back while like I'm watching the descent. And I was like, I can't have that. I have to have a song planned. And I did. You made it. You made your own anime. I you lived out an anime experience. It was so. It was so worth it. But oh gosh, this isn't even what yeah. I was gonna say. Oh yes, I now know what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was on TikTok the other day. There's this um, rapper who was um, reacting to opening songs of anime, and there's this, <laughs> there's so much valid satire out there about anime openings. Yes. Um, and I <laughs> yes. love all of them, uh, but one in particular, uh, one show in particular has like, you know, I, I, like incredible openings. The, the anime itself isn't exactly equal to how good the songs are, but for no mm-hmm. reason, Black Clover, which is a, is a very common shonen, their opening songs, there's like six or eight of them <laughs> that are mm-hmm. for no reason incredible they yes. are like kind of like a panic at the disco style song shut the fuck up <laughs> they're so good and and like shut, that sounds so good in the past month i've seen so many people react and they're like what is this show black clover and the song is called oh. black rover that's so stupid <laughs> any creative more creative and then they press play and they're like what the fuck? <laughs> it's so, and they were like, like, I don't like anime. I don't watch anime. I don't know what the fuck this show mm-hmm. is. But because of yeah. this season seven opening, I have to watch it. Mm-hmm. I have to know why yeah. someone was like, I'm going to go this hard. This hard. Throw <laughs> an anime. And it is so good. I'll have to send them to you so you can like. I'll send I can't. I want to listen to it. I have yet to be disappointed. And I mean that literally. I've yet to be disappointed at all by any intro music for any of these things that I want. They're all fucking anthems. And like, yeah. and I remember like when I was watching Naruto, like all like, like there's so freaking many yeah, <laughs> intros are. for Naruto. Like, and I also, I yeah. feel like it's funny cause it's like, it's the only thing, not the only thing, but one of the only things where I'm like, anyone that parodies these is doing it absolutely out of love. Like there's a lot yeah. of things that people can parody and it's like, because there are real problems with it and it's stupid. But these like parodies of these, like 
being like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's all out of love because they're just so good. Absolutely. Listen to Sasuke and Mino's opening. It's such a fucking bop. It's so good, you guys. Maggie, are you watching the opening every episode? Be honest. So, or like ninety okay. percent. So, what is it? Be honest. So I I go through phases where I watch I watch the opening a lot because the song's so good, and yep. then I and then I have a moment with myself and I go, hey. <laughs> I go, hey, Maggie, have you had any water today? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> but I go like, hey, Maggie, I think your nervous system is <laughs> reacting to this opening incredibly hard, and I think we we can afford to take a break. Because. <laughs> Oh man, it uh it's uh, like it'll just be like it's in my chest, it's in my um do you, if you guys know anything about somatic experiencing therapy, highly recommend. Um it gets you very in touch with your nervous system's responses to certain stimuli. Okay. Um yeah, I get activated when I when I listen to when I listen to openings and it, it's hard to break hard to break out of them. Um, so for right now, to to answer your question for real, um, Sasuke and Mino, yes, I do listen to the opening every, every single time. time. Well, because it's just pretty boys. What you saying? Sometimes, like, it's a part of the episode experience. Like when we were watching Attack on yeah. Titan, Ali, oh. we never skip the opening because it it's like because <laughs> some shows, and this is the other thing, some shows transition into it so cleanly they know what right, they yeah. know it's coming, so it's like. Yeah, so this thing is about to drop, and then end song, and it's like, oh, oh, and so like it's it's part of the art, like it's so, so part true. of the art, and sometimes like the the song slaps so hard, it gets you into the mood for the episode, and you right. have to watch yeah. it. And other times you're like, okay, I'm about to watch 20 episodes today. If I just skip the, every song <laughs> the whole day, that's literally one full episode's worth of time. No, seriously. Like, it's true. It's, it's true. The episode's one minute and 30 seconds. So if you watch it 10 <laughs> times, that's an episode that you can't watch because you watched the opening the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good math, Gio. That's, that's really impressive math. Gio, th- so this right. is a qu- very quick anecdote because I, I'm watching Bleach and there's one mm. opening that I, I am now past, I think, where it's like, it's it shows the little, the bear Thing, oh. like the, the lion oh, bear and he's like god and yes. like, i always had to leave it on for just a minute because i just love watching the bear like do the thing and then it flashes yes. to like ichigo who's like having his moment of like this is insane this is so, whiplash so it, it is a little crazy in the beginning but that song does slap it, it does, does slap, slap it slaps it does slap <laughs> I get it though. I, I, I skip it. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that I'll was that like, was just quickly. That's so funny. Oh, no, I love it. Is Bleach the next one that I need to watch? Is that up next? No. For me? No. No. I, I think I think it's <laughs> it's such an investment of your time. Like I okay. think like like you could if you want to watch it, go mm-hmm. for it. But my suggestion, I think you will feel more whole out of your experience <laughs> if you because because Bleach is four hundred six hundred episodes. So yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like three hundred and sixty-six, I think. Without filler, I'm okay, current. I'm currently filler. watching it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. So you could watch a lot more stuff 
that you will yeah. probably like more than Bleach anyway. Uh, mm. Understood. Which is why I've, I, I don't suggest that, but um, <laughs> yeah, Bleach is like the reason Bleach and like and Naruto are so important though is like they mm. were along with One Piece what what used to be called the Big Three, and they were called the Big mm. Three because for they were the undisputed champions of most manga sold, most viewed franchise, the most valuable franchise for wow. like decades. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like Game of Thrones in the anime world. Yeah. Where it was like, okay, mm-hmm. if you're watching something on HBO, at least you've heard of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they kind of just dominated every chart you can think of for so long. That's why they were so So then why, like, where does the decision get made and when does the decision get made that Naruto is going to go on forever and Oran High School Host Club is not going to go on forever and we're just going to leave. Maggie, you don't want to kill herself. I want to speak we... to the anime president right now. <laughs> like, where are those decisions being made? I just want to talk. I just want to talk to somebody. <laughs> That's all. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I don't have answers. That's okay. It's it's. I guess that's fine. Who was the um, person who wrote? Because I'm trying to remember who the manga artist. Oran? Um. Yeah. Who yeah. did it? Because um, I think that they did. It was written and illustrated by Bisco Hattori, who did other mm. stuff. Um. Not as much. Like he did Millennium mm. Snow. Um, and he did a movie, I think. He, so he's done other Is stuff. Is Aura not a woman? I could have sworn it was a lady, a lady that wrote it. Am I wrong? Let's go. You might be right. It is a, it is a woman. Bisco? I misgendered oh, cool. her. That's my mistake. No, you're good. Um, no, I just like was like, there's no way. <laughs> this yeah, is a very yeah, lady-like yeah. writing. <laughs> <laughs> so she... This is a very lady writing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, she, she's done a lot. Wait, what? Oh, I didn't know this. Um, what? Yeah, what? Are, what? She, tell. Uh, was influenced by Slam Dunk. Interesting. But she did a, a sci-fi comedy one-shot, which you might find interesting. So she did other stuff. Um, cool. Uh, that that you can see. But I think I think just like <clears throat> I know that was kind of a rhetorical plea to the uh, to the ether <laughs> that makes these decisions. It really here's the thing. Here's the thing it really wasn't. Oh. I am genuinely asking. Oh, okay. Well, I'm having <laughs> to give a perspective because I was going to give you uh, something to give you something. So I think, you know, I, I also am, I don't have the exact factual answer here, but my mm-hmm. take on that is that you know, when you look at the most popular revenue generating franchises in the world, most of them fall mm-hmm. under the shonen genre, which mm-hmm. Naruto belongs to, which Bleach belongs right. to, which a lot of the like male main character focused, mm-hmm. you know, I uh, like, like Avatar, if Avatar was an anime, it would also be shonen because Aang is okay. like the main character. So like those series tend to get more marketing dollars uh, for two reasons. One, because, like I said, they generate the most money. And two, they're, they're mm-hmm. largely globally the most popular, um, mm-hmm. including with women, too, surprisingly. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you said something earlier, Maggie, which I wanted to actually even touch upon on this episode because I think it was interesting. We've talked a lot mm-hmm. about on on this podcast, like, 
how um, masculinity and and mm-hmm. uh, the definition of beauty and and mm-hmm. the definition of of uh, or, or or what is perceived to be feminine or masculine or beautiful in Japan and how that is different than in the West and how yeah. that's portrayed in in, in, in in anime and one of the things that makes these sh- larger shows how they ensure that it in- maximizes the audience is that they feminize a lot of the characters long beautiful mm-hmm. hair they create features that are damn near um, uh, 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 androgynous yes androgynous uh, yeah. I mean they, they're not damn near they are androgynous yeah absolutely uh, right? Even they even create relationships with characters that are androgynous which right. are you know, very queer in nature. So I think mm-hmm. they try to create something for everyone in these, whereas some of the other more clearly niche anime where like a show like Sasaki and, and Miyano are like the story, and I haven't seen it, so I'm just assuming it, mm-hmm. clearly the story is about them, right? Um, yeah. <clears throat> and so I think that shonen anime just are, they, they get, that's where the budget goes. Primarily, mm. um, so yeah, I think that's typically the reason why. That's interesting. I guess oh, that's so that's so fascinating because I also like. It sounds like BL is a you know multi million dollar industry too. Like mm-hmm. it sounds like the that's so it's so interesting, and I know we won't get an answer about it, but it's just like I, I wish I wish they'd put a little bit more faith. In, in these BL simple stories, man, I wish I wish they would just go. No, b- bitch is gonna watch this for years. Cause yeah. oh man, would I given the chance? <laughs> I think the you know? good news is though that like unlike here in America, BL um, and we actually just had an episode we recorded last week where we, t- we it was a queer anime episode. We had another awesome. guest on who was. Mm. who only talks about queer anime and it was interesting and mm-hmm. you know one of the things that i think she and i had agreed on and we talked about was like queer anime is not controversial in a way <laughs> it would be here yeah. uh, and, and like look, like industry here is like opening up to gay stories and minority leads and things mm. like like it's you know it's taking a lot of fucking work but it, we're trending right yes. we're trending in the right direction but they still they you still got to comment so hard like yeah. you, you either have to have a yeah. world that's completely devoid of anything straight where it's a gay microcosm mm-hmm. or you have to make the story about how hard it is to be gay mm. yeah whereas like i think i forget if it was geo i don't know if you told me this or i read somewhere that Yuri on Ice is supposed to be like it's just in a world in which there's no homophobia. Like the writer just decided this this exists in a world in which there was there's no homophobia. So these boys kiss and everybody's everybody doesn't think twice about it. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds excellent. I love that. Yeah, it's just not viewed like real interest. And we actually talked about this as well. BL mm-hmm. in as a as a theme is mm-hmm. not seen as blasphemous right in japanese culture however gl stories are mm. looked at harsher right where are those at they exist i i uh, haven't cool. watched any citrus and yeah. and and you know um oh mm. my gosh i don't know why i'm blanking on all these different gl stories that i know there's okay. there's lots and lots but the thing is is that they are 
seen as a little bit more, I mean, they're, they're seen as controversial. A little bit more taboo. Yeah. yeah. Um, for whatever reason. I remember, I remember that being, when we, when we all went to Thailand, I remember that being something that was brought up, that gayness can exist within men, but not within women, mm. um, when we were over there. So that's, that's really interesting. And there was, like, thinking about it, like, it must have been really cool then, because Oran did have a definite lesbian stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, definite lesbian jokes were being made, um, and super comfortably, too. That's really interesting. Did you watch Cora? So we're in the middle of it right now. We had to take some huge breaks um, because it just got too freaking relevant. Mm. And it's just tough to watch. So right now we're in the middle of season three three of Korra. I don't know. Um, (laughs) What'd you say? Yeah, it's a bit. It's big. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, actually, am I even right? It's um, where the what'd you say? Is it Kuvira? I think Kuvira. No, I think we oh, just met Kuvira. I think she's Wait. later. Oh, is she later? I think she's in <clears> season <throat> four. We just met a girl named Kuvira who, like, all of a sudden, like, he was like, "Oh, you saved my life," and she's like, "I'm Kuvira." And then the camera stays on her a long time, and we're like, "What the fuck do you have to offer us? What are what are your?" <laughs> It was such a weird way to introduce that character. <laughs> well, is it the, is it the Airbender? Yes, it's okay. the airbenders and the temple, and yes, okay. exactly. I'm trying not to give too much away. Um, yeah, so we're in the middle of that. So we literally, literally, the last episode that we just watched was introducing Guvira, yeah. whatever the fuck she's going to be up to. Mm. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, but we also, that, I mean, I'd love to talk to you. I'd, when you yes. finish that, I'd love to talk to you. Uh, I'd just get your Absolutely. take on, on how it ends because it, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh, in a good way. What's it gonna be? I don't say <laughs> oh no! I'm just, yeah, it's good. It's good. But. I okay, want to hear your thoughts generally too, because I loved Cora, mm-hmm. and I know that Cora gets not Cora the character, but just the show gets like a bad rap, and people are like, "There's just no fucking way that Cora could ever." Be as good as Aang. There's just no way, and it's like I agree, Who's but like, why that? do you have to yell? <laughs> Yeah, why are you yelling? <laughs> He's not here. Like, I Aang's agree. not here. But, like, just say you're misogynistic. Like, just say that. <laughs> that's so, that's such a freaking weird take. Because, like, are you saying that, like, like, you're saying that, you're saying that every single avatar has to be compared to Aang? Yeah. That's what, that's so weird of you. That's a weird take to take. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I really like it. It's just, and I really like her. I really like her character. I think she's so freaking interesting yeah. and a buff mama. I freaking love Lynn. Oh my god, Lynn is she's she's excellent. <laughs> um, I've just been the only thing that's been hard has just been how, like, yeah, like the government is failing us and yeah autocrats and like yeah like the police is bad and like yeah it's just all of that all very fast and just like never freaking ending um so it's it's really it's tough to get through right now i don't know about like if i had watched it at a different age it might have been different but it's really freaking scary i'm crying all the time because i love these guys so much Mm. finding out like about Aang as a father and, like, listening... Oh, my God, I'm going to start crying. Like, listening to them talk about growing up and 
how their dynamics were so strained and confusing to be the sons, sons and daughter of an avatar where you're all different people and only one of you is an airbender. Like, of course, of course that's fucking crazy. Mm. Like, uh, talk about it forever. I have chills. I have my whole body. Yeah, right? I just, <laughs> I'm like, I think, it, <laughs> me too, man. The only thing oh, that yeah. has brought me comfort is mm. all of the extended stories that Dark Horse has produced and like these books that have come out recently. Uh, I've heard. so well done. They're so well mm. done. Um, okay. So the, the the book on Kiyoshi especially was oh. amazing. Uh, the the comics have been really good. There's one coming out about Yang Chin, which I'm really really excited about. Who's um, Yang Chin? Yang Chin is the air avatar before uh, Aang when he was sitting. Oh, the- cool! Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, very excited about that. Um, but. I had another thought, but I forgot what I was going to say entirely. That's okay. <laughs> so, uh, I guess, like, looking to the future in Maggie's world, my favorite show. I love that show. <laughs> I, oh, I forgot to mention Skate the Infinity. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I, I really was like, I want to I wanna ask her about Skate, but, like, what if she maybe didn't like it and stopped? No, I loved it. I loved every second. Also, super gay and crazy. Also, skateboards. Also, I want to, like, I want their genders so bad. Like, I want to be Longa so freaking bad. Um... And I love their I love their friendship of will they frickin' won't they? I don't know. Are their knees touching? There was this one shot where it was just their knees for like five seconds and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> um, sorry, I, I just totally forgot and, and we gotta we gotta we gotta touch on skate. Anyway, sorry, please continue your your question about Maggie's world. Skate also like mm-hmm. banger opening and like banger. amazing closing. So good. Whoa, it's so. Oh yeah. Let's get the billets. I'm like, oh, I love it so. And much. they show all of the like the bloopers from skate videos. Like everybody messes up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibe. Oh, it's so oh good. Oh my god, I fucking love skate. Thank you so much for saying something. Um. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Continue. Oh, no, quite all right. Um. So yeah, going into Maggie's world, and yeah. lo- and looking towards the future. So. Mm. We're working on Fruits Basket. Which I know then there's Fruit Basket's another later, right? There's like a like the, there's like a later thing, too? I don't know. Oh, like the final season. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it called? I thought it was called Fruit ba- Fruits Basket Another, but maybe I'm oh, wrong. Uh, oh, I don't... I thought it was like Fruits Basket, like, final, something like that. Mm, now I'm going to look Fruits Basket... Another, but yes, going through, yeah, it's called, oh, I guess it's oh. just the manga? Yeah, it Maybe. takes place decades after the original story. Oh, I yeah. never read this. How's that possible? You gotta oh, read this, because I gotta out, read this. Because it came out after college. Oh, oh, cool. It says it came out 2016 to 2019. Somehow I never knew. Dope. Okay. I like this Maggie's World a fanfic happening in my head where Maggie also just now becomes like a super manga reader. <laughs> like, like she buys all of the, what were we, what, what were they called? Um, oh, light novels. Yeah. The light novels. <laughs> <laughs> I am. The only thing I'm worried about because I do want to buy manga, 
But because I live in New York and moving is just such a thing that happens, I'm so nervous about having to carry the hundreds of manga that I want. Because I would like hundreds <laughs> of manga. So uh, but yes, we're going to work through, we're going to re- work through Fruits Basket. And I think I'm going to take a break after Fruits Basket yeah. just to recollect. I'm also, well... To be fair, I'm also working through Princess Jellyfish and Sasuke and Mino with my boyfriend at the same time while right. I'm watching Fruits Basket. Right. Uh, so I guess there's no break. There's no break for me. There's no break because the thing is now, now I feel like I've got you in my clutches. That's how I feel too. And I'm only going <laughs> to recommend more anime and, <laughs> and talk to you about the anime you're watching and then watch. Like, I'm going to watch an anime that you are watching and then yeah. feel, we'll have to talk about it. <laughs> like, I mean, when you guys watch Sasaki and Miyano, you have to tell me. Because also, oh my God, do you guys watch the things on YouTube that are like, like they're, sometimes they're like dub compilations, but they also call them like Yuri on Ice on Crack and it'll just be like heavily <laughs> edited things do you know what i'm talking about like that's a that's a never-ending world maggie i hope so desperately that we stay um in touch me too <laughs> like, <laughs> we've been friends for almost 10 years yeah. <laughs> like, i hope you, we buddy. stay in touch because God. I- <laughs> have a good summer damn <laughs> <laughs> because i want to keep this conversation open without pressuring you of course because i would never want pressure you so if you if you you take your break by all means if the break doesn't happen though like i hope (laughs) that we can keep this door open and keep hearing about you and your anime journey Um, i think you absolutely you guys will be the first to know anything yes for sure (laughs) if you post Um, it on instagram too we'll see it (laughs) yeah we will see it it's been so fun I'm so glad. This has been awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. You're truly the best. It's it's such a it was such a pleasure to talk to you today. I'm so grateful for this crazy month that I had, all thanks to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so so grateful. So Maggie, if folks wanted to follow your anime journey or or see what you're up to because they think you're so charming and wonderful as I do, <laughs> where can they find you? Um, they can go to Instagram. My Instagram um, handle is at magnadoodler, M-A-G-N-A-D-O-O-D-L-E-R. Um, and I think, and also you can go um, follow, I do a news satire show where I am a drag king as well. And that's called Man Up. And you can find us at Man Up Ladies on Instagram as well. Um, that's where you can find me. Hell yeah. And you have a show coming up in October. And I have a show coming up for the new satire thing on October 6th at Caveat. Um, and I'm, I'm you guys are going to be the first to know, it might be our last one for a little while. So Ooh. definitely make sure to come and check it out. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> um, alrighty, folks. Hey, you know where you can find us. We are at our anime show on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, well, I guess it's not at our anime show, but you can find us, our anime show, on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You can also email us at show at gmail.com. And we always look forward to hearing from you. Tell us how you liked this episode. If there's any anime that Maggie mentioned that you also have been watching that we haven't watched, let us know how, how it is, and then we'll give us your, you know, how we like it. Uh, <laughs> with that being said... We will see you next time. I am a green queen. 
And I'm a binge monster. Thank you so much, and goodbye.